Hi everyone, I'm Sarah Lynn Hodgkin, and this is the podcast to practice your leadership. What are some tools you can use to self-author your leadership journey? For me, I was in a place when I was doing my undergraduate degree, I didn't know where I was headed. Did you? I I didn't know. I was like, uh, I'm not sure where I'm headed. Actually, actually, that's not true. My first year of university, I was sure I was going to be a banker, just like my father had been. And then I failed economics. <laughs> not a pretty picture for someone who's going to go into a Bachelor of Commerce and be a banker. So lesson learned. <laughs> it was a moment that cracked me open a little bit around, okay, so what are you going to do now there, Sarah Lynn? And for me, I stood in a place of following my, I don't think this is the word I would have used at the time, but I was following my intuition. I was following at the time, maybe I would have said, I'm following what interests me. And I mean, that's what got me to doing a triple minor in organizational behavior and uh, ecofeminism and sociology and ecological geography and environmentalism, right? Say that three times fast and there's no degree they're giving you in that, but I made it up because what was provided did not enable me to thrive and wasn't what I wanted. Thank you for failing me, dear professor of economics, really helped me. Brene Brown talks about intuition as, and I'll read this quote here, intuition is not a single way of knowing. It's our ability to hold space for uncertainty and our willingness to trust the many ways we've developed knowledge and insight, including instinct, experience, faith, and reason. Intuition is not a single way of knowing. Intuition is about holding space for uncertainty. Intuition is about being open to trusting the many ways we've developed our knowledge and our insights. And so when you find yourself trying to self-author your career path and figure out where's my leadership and my agency and my, my passion, where is it leading me? When you actually stop to think that through or be present and be in that, what role does intuition play? If we use this definition of intuition, all the ways of your knowing come into your being to guide you rather than just the rational head, rather than just in my case, the course catalog or some narrative and story I had created when I was eight. Yes, eight years old. And there you are in your undergrad, Sarah Lynn, thinking you're still going to be a banker. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Universe did not have that open for me at that time. And I realized, man, I really didn't want it. And so what does intuition offer for you at that moment? Being able to be open to all the ways of knowing. It's a good question. And it takes me into a place of also trying to figure out what are some tools where I can land? What is it that I already know about myself? And part of that is, we'll do right now, a simple exercise. Take out a a pen and paper. Just draw a timeline across the paper. Just a timeline, right? Then and now, (laughs) right? Whatever your your timestamps are. But make a mark on the paper that represents today. And the prompt here for you is, where are you? Right? Where are you? What are the descriptors you use to define where you are? Where are you? And then 
how does that define your leadership today? What are all the facets and, and lenses and descriptors that you have about your leadership? Some people prefer the word agency. I like the word leadership. Uh, I'll keep, I'll keep using that. You use what you need, but how does where you are in your journey, how does that define your leadership today? Just, just a couple of descriptors. How would you define your leadership right now? And then on the end of that timeline that would represent your past, mark down some significant moments for you. Maybe there's a few significant inflection moments. Maybe you too failed economics. Maybe, right? Whatever those in, inflection points are for you, right? May have been when you were seven. Maybe it was when you were 27. Who knows? But what are some of those inflection points that are significant moments of your past? They may fall in or outside of your actual career path or your actual education path, but they have made a significant effect on your journey. Mark a few of those down. And then can you also give a little bit of narrative underneath that section around your gifts? What are some of the gifts from your past? Number two, what are some of the stories from your past? And then take a look at all that and stand back a bit and then ask yourself, how has my past prepared me for this moment? How has my past limited me to only be in this moment? Now let's take a look at the other side of the timeline. Just taking a quick look over here. It's your desired future, right? Not controllable, not known, right? It's your future. It's a coming. <laughs> it's definitely coming. Mark down some significant moments you would like to see. What are some significant moments you would like to see in that desired future? Create any timeline that you want. You want to go out till you're 95 years old or five years from now, whatever, whatever we all have, you know, my strategic foresight friends will totally go to their 125 for many of us, it's three to five years out. So you choose your timeline, but the prompts are the same. What are some of the significant moments you would like to see? Are those moments of achievement? Are they moments of learning? Are they moments of unlearning? Are they career moves? What are those moments that are significant to you? And what are the gifts you hope to receive in that future? And what are the gifts you hope to give in that future? Now, in bridging the past and future, if you can make sort of a spot maybe up top with the prompt for the narrative that I want you to write here are a couple. One is, what stories do I need to examine? What are the stories I need to examine to, to, to move from your past to your, to your future, right? What are the stories that I need to examine? These stories might be the way you see the world. It might be stories of your own identity, you decide. I don't know you. You decide. You know you. What are the stories? Second, what are the areas of discomfort that I need to dwell in for a little bit? That I need to sit in? Number three, what are the places where I need to 
sit with some healing. And from that place, you may come to some ideas around things you need to learn and unlearn, some shifts and perspective that may come. You may even note a commitment or two in your own leadership practice. The question and last prompt that I want to give you here sort of underscores from where you are into your future. And that prompt here is, how will you navigate the curvy road ahead of you? How will you navigate that curvy road? Leadership is a practice. All some of these strategic reflective processes help us listen and learn from multiple sources helps define the iterations of our leadership story. Stand back with all that you've written here, maybe dive in a bit further and just see what comes. Thanks all. I'm Sarah Lynn. You can find me at hulanleadership.org. I walk alongside you as you practice your leadership.